Welcome to Just Life, where we share our life experiences and lessons to make your life easier. We are on a mission to become the best versions of ourselves, and if you're trying to do the same, you're in the right place. Let's talk about life. Welcome back to Just Life. I'm Lou, and I'm here with Cicely. Today we got a good one for you, really just wrapping up the year. It's end of the semester, finals is next week. It's a lot going on, so we decided we should come and talk about our goals for the next year and whatever else we have going forward. And, you know, I really love goal setting and, like, the New Year's because it's like a fresh start. You can have new goals for the year, new things to look forward to. So I thought, we why not make it into a podcast? I mean, we kind of talk about it all the time anyway, what we're going to do and how our lives are just going to continue. And if you don't know, I'm a senior, so... It's a lot to think about in my last semester here, and Cicely should be graduating soon herself, so we'll see where life takes us after this. Of course, just life will always continue, hopefully. Of course, yes. Let's start with a recap of the year. What do you think was your favorite moment of the year? Um, 2022, it was a roller coaster. There was a lot of ups, there was a lot of downs. For the most part, it was a pretty good year. Um, I did a lot of traveling in the beginning of the year. I went to Ireland, I went to Florida. Arizona. Um, I participated in the Miss Indiana State pageant, which was an experience. Um, and then, of course, we started the podcast in April. I think our first episode came out in May. May. Okay. So that was like the first half of the year. And then second half of the year, had a good soccer season. Spent a lot of good memories and time with my family. Turned 21. Um, yeah. So what about you? This year has been interesting, to say the least. This is an up year for me as far as in general. Like the last like three years before this kind of were sucky. Since like last two years of high school, it's been kind of down years, you know. This year was definitely an up. I did a lot of things as far as doing things I'm interested in and being around better people. I think I got rid of people too that just were dead weight to some extent. I'm in college. Um, Trying to finish out, trying to find myself. I turned 22 this year, which is surreal, to say the least. But still, sometimes I still feel like I'm like 17 or something. Like, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I think overall, this year was pretty decent, you know? Lots of ups and downs, of course, like anything else. But more ups than downs for me personally, yes. And that's awesome. I agree with you on the just enjoying stuff and doing stuff for yourself. I feel like... 2020 was like a year for society to kind of like stop and like really understand what is important in life. 2021 was like a learning year, working your butt off. And I feel like this year was starting to like feel normal. Yeah, getting back into that place of being in the world again, you know, and I definitely feel that. I remember when we could finally not wear masks at school and school just felt like a different place after that. I had probably seen Cicely's face once maybe before we could wear masks it, that's wild <laughs> like maybe once you know i feel like 2021 was like a learning year where i learned a lot and then mm -hmm. this year i started to do stuff for myself career-wise school-wise and even just like in my free time and i always pick a word for like the year I, it's just something i do every year and this year the word was passion why passion I wanted to focus on stuff that I was passionate about instead of working for stuff that I didn't feel like I was getting much out of, mm -hmm. especially like in school, like I was doing stuff I didn't like and I was miserable and I was like, you know, this year I'm going to do stuff for me. And I've had a great time with that mindset. If I had to use one word to describe my year for 2022, I think it would be discovery. I did a lot of things I didn't think I would do or I was scared to do. And, you know, you wouldn't think I would be scared to do these things. Like, well, starting a podcast, I never even thought about that as a reality for a long time. I just didn't think I would be that good at it. And then I think what really sparked it was taking that class with Patrick last year and having to, take, having to make podcasts for my grade. I'm like, okay, I'm forced to. I'd always been interested in making media. It just I was terrified of actually doing it and being judged for it. And now I'm realizing it's not even as bad as I think it is. And there's also like discovering different parts of myself and making new friends. Like Cicely became my friend this year, actually. This podcast, The Conception, this year, everybody else in Real Hog Media became everybody's friend this year. So that's a massive part of my life, just discovery, not being afraid to put myself within a different group of people. Because... I mean, my whole life, I've been friends with, like, the same people or the same types of people. Mm -hmm. But 
like being friends with you is definitely different from any other friend I've had and I appreciate that like I needed that I think another word that would describe you here is growth I feel like you've grown so much I could agree with that yes a lot of growth a lot of maturity for sure and then back on the podcast thing for me it's always been one of my goals to start a podcast Mm -hmm. but this year was just like okay let's do it I have to do it in order to get it done yeah exactly I was just terrified and I just did not believe like anybody want to listen to me talk even though people would always tell me like oh you're such a good speaker and you're very well spoken I'm just like okay whatever like at a certain point it's like I I hear that all the time like whatever but then I actually tried doing stuff within that realm of speaking and I was like oh maybe I am better at this than I think I am yeah so this is your sign if you want to make a podcast do it it's a great goal to have um, it's been on my list for the last two years, so it did take me a year to do it. But that's why we're making this podcast, though, to teach you how to make goals that are achievable and making a good goal versus like a goal that may be hard to do. For anybody worried about like the, te- the technical aspects of podcasting, it's not as hard as you think it is. Like very simple. Me and Cicely aren't that advanced with technology. Definitely not. We get it done, hey, you know? But um, for I guess for this recap, I think what's important to bring up is like the growth of our podcast to some extent. Maybe not by numbers necessarily, but I think the way it's evolved as in the way we talk. Because mm-hmm. I think there has been a change since May in the way we have discourse. And I think it's very important to acknowledge that. What do you think? Yeah, for sure. I mean, just in the five or six months we've been doing this, there has been a huge, huge advancement. And I I can't even imagine if we waited to start this because it's a totally different atmosphere. And I I feel like this podcast is something I never thought it could be. We looked at our numbers last week and I was just like, wow, that many people have listened to it. Like people are actually listening to us. Like that is amazing. So it's really shifted my mindset on, okay, let's use this podcast to help people. Mm -hmm. And I feel the same way. I guess I think the podcast has evolved also as our relationship has evolved, too, to some extent. Because, I mean, we weren't always, like, super close or anything. But as we've become closer and talked about more things, it's become a lot easier to just flow and talk about things, whatever they are. And we won't hold back to each other at all. Like We will never, like, lie to each other or especially a lot of people listen to us. We want what's best for each other and for whoever is out there listening. We want to help people. And I think as we um, grow in the podcast and in the relationship, there's more vulnerability, you know? And like I always say, there's strength and vulnerability. That friendship episode, that couldn't happen like three or four months ago, honestly. I did not talk about stuff like that, that, like in general. That's probably the first time I've ever talked about something like that out loud. And Sanj probably still feels bad because I didn't say she's <laughs> my friend. But, yeah, I don't really tell people things like that, like where they fall in my life, typically. And that was a definitely a big step for me, just being able to be vulnerable in that way. So this whole year has been like a big discovery year for you, a big growth year for you. Did you have any goals in set to achieve that growth? Yes, for sure. What were they? I've talked a lot about the fact that I had a goal to just speak in class more at the beginning of the year. I was in therapy, and one of the goals me and my therapist came up with was speak more in class, speak to the people who I'm sitting with, because the all of spring, I mean, all of fall semester 2021, I didn't really speak to anybody. When it came time for a new semester, I was like, okay, I have a class. I have this particular class with these particular people that I already kind of know. You know, had Alex Wolf in there, shout out Alex Wolf, had you in there, had Sandra in there. I had a class with all y'all, and I knew Wolf from photography because, you know, took pictures for basketball and sports and stuff. So I'm like, okay, I kind of have an idea of these people. Also, I knew about Cicely because she was involved in athletics too. So I'm like, all right, we have something in common. And I made it a strategic goal. You and Wolf would be talking about something, and I would chime in whenever I could to try to establish a rapport with you guys as best I could. And what that led to eventually was, like, we would have conversations every day. And then from there, it just... It got easier. Yeah, mm-hmm. way easier. That was a goal for sure. And then another goal was to, like, start a podcast or to put myself out there creatively in some way. That's why 
like I would put like these videos out on my social media like all the time. So you also started using your social. I think that's a huge goal that people try to do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I try to use my socials in a more positive way for myself and put stuff out there, especially if it was something I was thinking. I would like do this thing where before school, I would just feel inspired and I'll record a video and then I would post it to my Instagram and then I would go to school. And then my dad and mom would text me like, oh, I'll send your video, I like your video. And it would be cool. Like that ability to put myself out there, that was very big for me and it was missing in my life because I wanted like the interaction. I wanted people to engage with me. I wanted to talk about these ideas I had in my head, but I felt like I would be shunned for it. So instead of, instead of focusing on the fear, I decided to focus on the idea of learning from it. Even if I was wrong in a certain circumstance, it was good to put myself out there and find out if I was wrong or not, because I would never know if I didn't say it out loud. And I think that goes back to the word growth. Like, you have to get uncomfortable in order to grow. If you stay in your same comfort zone, you're never going to learn new things. You're never going to get to that next level. Um, So I'm like a big goal person. If you didn't know, I make goals all the time. I have monthly goals, yearly goals, life goals, everything. So I write them in my notes in my phone Mm -hmm. to keep track of them. Um, Yours are like really deep and like very like, they're yearly. Yeah, they're not like, (laughs) I don't make monthly goals necessarily. I just kind of free flow and I'm like, whatever happens, happens kind of thing. I feel like everyone in the New Year's, it's always work out, eat healthy, travel, make good money. Those are the four. Yeah. And then after two weeks of going to the gym and meal prepping, they quit. Pretty much. Have you been to the gym like in January, like the first two weeks? It's pretty wild. Like you go the first week of January and the whole gym is full. But by February 1st, they're gone. It's not shocking though. (laughs) Actually, one of my goals is to start working out again, but I don't think it's in the same way of that vein because... I think what they're like doing it for you typically is something vain. It's not like to actually be healthy. It's just thing of like, I gotta work out so I got my summer body. And mm-hmm. it's, for me, it's a health thing. Like I need to be in shape because I feel like it's vital to my health and like it'll make me feel better in general. Just after a good workout, you always feel good. That's yeah, how I think. That's a healthy goal because that's like you're doing it for your health, not to just have that beach body, you know. Yeah, I don't. I care less about that. Like, I don't care that much. My body is fine. Like, it is what it is. Um, my best friend in high school, her parents would own a gym, and mm-hmm. they'd always get the most people in January, of course. So it's it's funny, but um, I try to stay away from those goals because they are so like basic. Surface level. Surface level. Like everyone wants to have the beach body by spring, and everyone wants to make more money. So I really try to think, like, what do I want out of this year? So I'm going to go from my goals last year. Um, my number one goal is to start a podcast. What we talking on right now. And so that, did that. That's fantastic. Um, my second one is to post more TikToks. Uh, after my viral video in 2019 or 2020, mm-hmm. I have not posted, like, since. So I really wanted to use that. And I have a little bit. I want to continue but TikTok's mm. like a totally different app than it was in 2019. Yeah, TikTok is a crazy place it's now. It's insane. Yeah. And then um, eat clean. I've always ate pretty clean, but I wanted to eat cleaner. Um, make more time with friends, which I really made that a priority this year, and I want to continue that. Um, get a better fashion sense. What does that mean? I did not. I, th- I just saw my clothes, and they were so basic and so, like, boring. So I really wanted to get, like, a better wardrobe. So this is, like, a tip. This is for mostly the girls. I don't know if the guys are like, oh, I want to get in a fresh wardrobe. Well, I'm I'm into that. Me personally, Okay, know, okay, cool. Yeah, no, I was going to be one of my questions. I don't think most guys are. Okay, well, if you're a guy out there that wants to freshen your wardrobe, I'll give you some tips. This is for boys and girls. I mean, whatever. So I wanted to get rid of, like, all my clothes and get, like, a fresh new start. Mm-hmm. But clothes are expensive. Clothes are super expensive. Gosh, you go to the, you go to like Forever 21, you go to like H&M, you, oh, this is a nice jacket, this is a nice shirt, and it'd be like $50. And those, like, and those are the cheap stores. I know, that's <laughs> wild. 
So I didn't want to spend a lot of money and I didn't want to have like a shopping addiction. <laughs> so <laughs> I had this thing with myself. I would sell stuff on Poshmark and mm-hmm. with that money I gained, I would buy new clothes with. So I did that every month. I probably made like $400 off of Poshmark this year. Dang. And I've gotten all new clothes. I love my wardrobe. I've kind of been slacking lately just because I've been busy <laughs> with school and soccer and stuff. But I think it's just such a great goal. It just express yourself with your fashion and get that better fashion sense. And Ben, my boyfriend, he, he his wardrobe has gotten so, so, so much better. Probably because of you. So right? much better. Well, it was also <laughs> one of his goals really? to get a better wardrobe. Mm. And he, he like, goes through phases. Like, one phase, it'll be, like, a country boy, like, wearing the flannels. And he didn't he didn't really wear cowboy boots, but, like, you know, more country. Mm-hmm. Then it was, like, all the sweats. Like, just sweatpants and a T-shirt or a sweatshirt or a crew neck. Mm-hmm. But now, now he, like, mixes it up. It always looks, like, really professional, really nice. So I'm, I'm proud of him for that. <laughs> Well, changing my wardrobe was definitely one of my goals. And okay. I seen, I don't know if anybody else seen the transformation. I've seen the transformation for myself. I'm like, I like the way I'm dressing. I like the way I look. So, yeah, I think that's a it's a good goal to have. I think, um, to, like, have you ever been, like, thrifting? Because thrifting yes. is a good way to get, oh, are like, you kidding? Half my clothes are thrifted. Yeah, okay. Makes sense. It Like, going thrifting is a good way to get, like, cheap clothes for way cheaper than like at the store you can find something that's like like 30 40 dollars at the store for like ten dollars here's an here's another good tip if you ever need like a blazer or professional wear never never buy it new go to the thrift store you will find a blazer with the tag still on it probably like three hundred dollars and you can get it for like two dollars yes definitely that's true all my blazers are from goodwill Hey, people out there, man, we we got some decent tips, you know. <laughs> but fashion sense was definitely a part of my goals for the year. I was, like, watching music videos for some one day, and I was just like, man, some artists, I hate the way they dress. I just think it's super flashy, but there are certain artists, I'm like, it's real low-key, it's real nice, real laid back. I was like, all right, what if I just took some elements of their style and just added it to mine? And that was kind of what I thought about. And then yeah. I just did that, like, continuous, gradually, you know. Just add like things here and there, and that's kind of why I started wearing like uh, like more button ups, more flannels, and stuff like that, because I like those shirts. And then I got real into like just real basic stuff, like wearing different kind of colors, but just it doesn't have to have a logo or anything on it. It's just like you match it with different things and different shoes, and it looks nice. Like real simplistic. I'm not a real flashy kind of person, so. Having a simplistic style was like, yeah, that's my go-to. That's what I like to do. And that was another one of my goals was to, like, add some color because I have this toxic trait of just wearing neutrals. And I was like, I need some color, you know? Cicely's wearing all black at I, this very I moment. I am. <laughs> yes. But, um, so, yeah, I have some really colorful pieces in your collection, so I think that's really important. And then I, to get inspiration, would go on Pinterest. Mm-hmm. I recommend this for boys and girls. I made Ben a Pinterest, and he uses it. Um, just find outfits on there. Like, I literally was on Pinterest for an hour earlier just looking at outfits. And it's such a great mm-hmm. tool because you get some inspo and you're like, oh, I have a jacket like that. Oh, I have pants like that too. Those look so good together. I've never thought of that. Mm-hmm. And it puts it together and it's a great tool. So I definitely recommend that. And then, like you said with YouTube, um, just look up fashion trends, fashion videos. I watch them all the time and I get so much interest inspiration um and like there's influencers of course fashion influencers i try to stay away from them because like i don't have the money i don't get free packages yeah (laughs) that stuff can be pretty pretentious because they have resources that most people don't have and fashion goes out of style and out of whack so fast i try not to focus on that more than Mm -hmm. like personally what i think look good because exactly if you just think always about like what's trending in the fashion world you're gonna burn a hole through your pocket and there's no use in doing that. And also, sometimes fashion trends are really odd, too. Yes. So it's like, eh, I'll just stick with what I like. You know, I don't care if it's out of style. And my favorite influencer, who I do follow a lot, her name is Lauren Geraldo. Mm-hmm. Um, she brings that up a lot. She's like, you can't just jump on every micro trend because they last a week and then there's something new. Like, you need to ignore that and just find pieces that suit you. And 
find like the classic pieces that never die. Mm-hmm. Like a black blazer will always be in style. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Blue jeans, like a really nice pair of jeans, always will be in style. Mm-hmm. So I think you just have to find pieces that you love and just embrace it. Yeah, exactly. I feel that. Any more fashion tips? Fashion tips. Uh, just don't mash crazy colors. <laughs> that's that's it, man. Not, I hate it. Don't wear no neon green shirt and then like some some purple shoes. Like, no, don't do that, please. That's the only tip I got. So my next goal on my list was to read more. I mm. love reading, but I felt like in school, high school, and college, I just never had time. And I wanted to make reading a priority. Mm-hmm. So every night I would read a book before bed, and I really fell in love with audiobooks. Mm. So last year alone, I think I read over 20 books. Jeez. <laughs> or listened, read and listened to 20 books, and... I I just fell in love with reading. I remember why I love it so much. I honestly think the secret of life is in books. It is, but, like, for me personally, school has made reading feel like such a chore. No, yeah. And it's hard for me to just read a book I like because I feel like I'm doing something I don't want to do. And that's what my problem was. That's why I wanted to, like, shift that feeling. Mm -hmm. So I'd only read if I wanted to. But then every night I started reading, like, five pages. Then I would read 10. By the time, like, the the end of the year, mm-hmm. I'm reading, like, a chapter a night, two chapters a night if I'm really into it. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel like I'm doing a job. I am I love it. Like, it's so fun. And I really like audiobooks because they're like podcasts. You can listen to them while you drive, and I drive a lot. And it, there's so many good books out there. There's so many. There are a ton. Like, if anybody ever asked me, where should I get started if I want to read? I'm like, man, pick something. Just pick something and go from there. Because... There's so much to read, whether it's fiction or nonfiction. There's a lot you can get into. I have a whole list on my phone of books. So if you need a good book, I will send <laughs> it to you. I have plenty of books at home to read. It's just they're sitting there, and I'm like, oh, man, I don't even want to read. Like, I have to actually read a book for my f- one of my final papers. And, geez, man, it's been so tough because like, this book is legitimately interesting. It's an ethics book, biomedical ethics book. But... The problem is, since it's for school, it's so much harder for me to sit down and actually concentrate or read it. It's like, dang. So I feel that wanting to read more, I've had that inclination. It's just I can't shift myself out of this mindset at the moment. It's yeah. a lot going on. It's a lot of stress. And I'm just like, I don't even want to. Maybe do over that. break, like Christmas break, just get a good book, read it, drink some hot chocolate, you know, because you don't have school to worry about. Yeah, you're right. You're right. That's what I'll I always try. do. Every break, I buy a book on Amazon and I finish it during that break. There was there was a book I bought even about like writing screenplays that I really wanted to read because I thought it was a pretty interesting book and I thought about wanting to write like write in that way but I was like ah I bought the book and then I just never even read it and I was just like oh my god I just wasted my money but it's there so I still have the chance to read it that's that's all that matters there. <laughs> so I'm at the bottom of my list now get on the dean's list that's kind of a basic one but I did it. And then um, I have wake up early. And during January, pretty much till May, I was waking up at 5 a.m. every day. I don't know how you do it. I felt so good. I. What time would you go to bed? I would go to bed around 9, 9.30. And I'd wake up at 5. And it, I felt so good. I feel like my body just works so much better. Well, yeah, you were getting eight hours. So <laughs> that that's what it was. I. I just felt like I got more done in the day. I felt like my body was just like functioning better, if that makes sense. See, I would love to wake up that early. My problem is I go to bed super late yeah. every night. You, so this is what I've learned. You have to have like two bad days. Like you go to sleep late, but you still wake up at 5 a.m. And you're just miserable for two days. Mm-hmm. But then you're on track. You're good. That's it sounds like being jet lagged. Well, yeah, because that's because when you're miserable, like for you're those two days, you're going to be extra tired. And you're yeah. going to go to bed super early those days. And then it's just going to come a habit to go to bed super early. So I get it. Yeah. That's how you build the habit. It sucks, but that's exactly how it has to work. Yes. Yeah. And I recommend waking up at 5 a.m. Just try it for a week. Like it's it's changed my life. 
I mean, I used I used to do that, especially in high school, because I had to. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you got to get up early, got to mm-hmm. catch the bus and all that. Like, that used to be me every day. But once I got to college and then I seen, like, I started to realize, like, oh, like, my classes don't start till like, 10 o'clock. What am I waking up at 5 o'clock in the morning? What am I going to do for five hours? You know, like. My five hours are completely packed. What do you do before my, you come to school? My, I check my email. I make mm-hmm. breakfast. I do some writing, some reading if I have time, but it goes fast. Mm. But I just feel like I have so much more time during the day. My last goal on my 2022 list was a spiritual goal. It was to get baptized, and I did, and it was Mm. amazing. So I have some more spiritual goals, but that brings me on to this year's goals. So 2023. So like I said earlier, I make a word for every year. Mm. So last year was passion. This year, it's abundance. Mm. Abundance. Why abundance? I just think that word means so much. It means like giving and appreciating life at the same time, which are two major goals of mine. Mm-hmm. And um, in the spiritual context, it's appreciation of life, of its fullness, joy, strength of the body and soul. So I feel like that just means so much, like abundance. So my number one goal this year is to volunteer and give back. I feel like Mm. the past two years I've been really focused on myself and like really working to become the best version of myself and like, you know, like hustle, 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 do all this work for school and internships. I've had like five internships. Now it's time to relax and get back to the community. So Mm. uh, stay tuned to hear like what I want to do. I haven't decided yet, but uh, I'll figure it out. Okay. I like that though. That's a great goal to have, honestly. That's what I thought. Like, I just feel like I'm pulled to, like, give back. So if you have anything that is a good cause, let me know. But anyway, um, my next goal is to try red light therapy. I have been obsessed with this the last two weeks. I've been doing tons of research. It is so good for you. What is red light therapy? So red light therapy is just a red light, and you, like, bathe in it for, like, ten minutes. Mm-hmm. And it has all these benefits. It like makes your cells work faster to rebuild. It helps with scarring, which I am a terrible scar. <laughs> My <laughs> scars are terrible. So it'll help with that. And it helps your energy levels. Like there's so many benefits. Mm-hmm. So to get this red therapy, this fancy thing, I have a Planet Fitness membership and they have a red light machine there. Mm-hmm. So I've been doing that. I love it. So I'm going to try to do it consistently every single day in 2023 or at least for the first month and then i'll see if i still like it i'll try to do it every day but i'm gonna try to do it like three times a week okay so if anyone else wants to do that let me know see if it works for you um and then continue to read more and then i just want to work on more like personal projects you know so what about you what are your goals my goals well I guess I should add, have my own word for the year. The word for the year for me is action. I like it. I think a big problem in my life in general has been my lack of action, my lack of, it's not like I don't want to, it's just that fear, you know, like always being afraid of not being good enough, always being afraid of rejection, being afraid I'm gonna mess up, but messing up is part of being human. And for a long time, I held myself back because of a lack of action, a lack of a lack of aggression in my life. So one big thing for me, of course, I talked about like working out and wanting to get back into that. I just really want to get back into shape and show myself that I can like be uh, just a healthier person in general, like not fall so much to the trap of just putting whatever in my body and also just not taking care of my body at all. That's a big thing. Also, I really want to figure out what kind of job or career I want because I have no idea. Like when I finish college, I'm probably not going to get a job like a corporate job. And I've thought about that for a long time. Like, what am I going to do? I put so much pressure on myself. I'm like, I have no idea what I want to do. So I don't think it would even make sense to apply for a job and then not even know if that's like what I want to do anyway. 
like I think I have a pretty good understanding of some of the things I've delved into, like podcasting or like some of the PR stuff or just things like that, right? Like things I've explored. And I'm like, PR is cool, but I don't think I'd want to work in that field. I don't really know if that's really what I'm into. And then like podcasting, I love podcasting. And I like, love to just talk and discuss ideas. And I found myself over the past like month or so watching way too much content in general, like online stuff, like hours of stuff. I sat and listened to like a panel of people talk about like black issues for like two and a half hours one day. And I was like, did I just watch a two and a half hour live stream about people talking about nothing? Like, but that's something I really enjoyed. So kind of honing in on that and seeing like where that takes me and what kind of job I can get where I can do something in that realm, you know, mm -hmm. working with people in a sense of ideas and also in media and putting those two things together because like sports is something very easy to do in that way there are plenty of sports talk shows but as far as people having the conversations like we have there's not a, too much of that in the mainstream i don't think and i hope to find something that fits me in that way you know mm -hmm. so yeah that's a big part of 2023 for me finding something that fits me and finding something that goes along with what i want to do in my whole life then like socially, I found myself like pretty good friends, of course, but I still want to like talk to new people, meet new people, have new experiences, meet people with different ideas. I love to actually hear people talk about what they think and what they believe and then say what I believe and then we can have a disagreement or an agreement. We can discuss it. That's something I love a lot. And I don't think my life would be fulfilled or complete without having the back and forth I have with people all the time. And then there's like the small things like finishing college, of course, of course you yeah. know, or like I'm going to be 23. So eventually finding my own place, like little things like that. Of course, they're in there. The biggest thing, I think. I know how to explain this. Um, being secure within myself, okay. which isn't really quantifiable if you think about it, but I've had to come to terms with a lot of things I am very not so happy with myself about and trying to find a way to just be okay with the fact that I'm not perfect. Like getting rid of that perfectionist tendency within myself, I think that's the reason why I've been having a problem with action in general because I think, oh, if it's not gonna be perfect, I shouldn't do it at all, which is very counterintuitive. You should try things, but I've been sitting on my hands all this time because I'm like, well, if it's not going to be perfect, I'm not going to do it. What I feel to realize is everything takes like small amounts of progress until you get good at something. And without actually putting in the time, you never really see how you could be good at something. You can still mess up. You can still make mistakes, but that's okay. I've been really learning that lately. And finding that in myself is definitely going to be a big part of like all of my goals, like, you know, talking to people, making new friends, and finding a career for me. Like, all of these things are connected to this big goal of just trying to be more secure in myself and trying to be the person I want to be at the end of the day. And to that, I want to say strive for excellence instead of for perfectionism because you can give your best and, like, it still isn't perfect because, like, there is no perfect. Mm -hmm. So... I, I heard that quote and that really stuck with me. That's right. Like, I should just try my best. And it, if it's perfect to me, then it's perfect. Yeah, exactly. But um, to really talk about your goals in detail, let's go back to the first goal, mm -hmm. um, working out. Mm -hmm. So this is always a goal. Like I said, it's pretty basic. Everyone wants to start fresh and start working out. And diet really plays into that, too, because you want to be the healthiest version of yourself. So I really want to try to... I eat healthy. I eat, like, very healthy. I consider myself to be a very healthy person. I have, like, the 80-20. I don't eat that healthy. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Well, my, my thing is I don't prepare most of my food. So there's that. I eat what my mother cooks, okay? That's me. I live at home. Whatever she makes, I'm eating, you know? I'm not yeah. going out of my way to not eat what she makes, yeah. especially because what she makes me good, too. So kind of hard to say no to good food, but sometimes you have to. Yeah, but um, my boyfriend, he's really been staying away from sugar. Mm -hmm. And 
I've been doing research on how like sugar affects your body and I'm like I need to get rid of sugar like for a little while because my body is reacting bad to it I go to sleep and I wake up and I'm like super thirsty after eating sugar and I just feel lethargic all the time so that's gonna be something I'm gonna look at is trying different diets and like taking sugar out and if that doesn't work maybe taking like I don't know carbs out which I don't eat a lot of carbs anyway but just like really focusing in on my diet because I feel like I eat healthy enough, but, like, our culture, like, healthy isn't healthy. Yeah, but, I mean, health isn't necessarily encouraged in our culture. And what I've started to learn is that the way our cities are set up is a big part of why health isn't such a big deal to us. If you look at more, like, more European cities, walking is encouraged a lot more because everything is within, like, your neighborhood, but... In the United States, that's not always the case, especially if you live in a bigger city or if you live in a really rural area. It can be hard to get from your house to, like, the nearest supermarket or restaurant. You live farther from it. So it doesn't necessarily work in the United States to try to be more active in a passive way, if you know what I mean. You have to go out of your way to exercise, which can be very hard for people. And I think that's why people become overweight, too, because... When you have to go out of your way to exercise, it can be a lot harder. Like an example I have is when my parents, they worked downtown Chicago before COVID and they would go every day. So they would walk a lot. And my dad has said like that affected his health a lot more than he thought it did because like, he'll be walking up the stairs and be huffing and puffing. I'm like, you didn't used to do that. He's like, well, yeah, I used to walk like a mile or two every day. And I'm like, well, that makes sense then, you know? So. Yeah, I, I, I definitely understand that. Also, I've been trying to get rid of, like, junk food because, man, love love the candies, love chips, love, like, even pop to some extent. Like, that stuff, it tastes great, but it's so bad for you. It is so, so bad. incredibly bad for you. <laughs> and for the most part, I really don't have pop, as in, pop in my diet much anyway. But, like, getting rid of, like, chips and candy is definitely a big thing for me, yeah. And what I found, like, I always heard people like, oh, like, after you quit eating it, you're not going to like it anymore. I think I was like, okay, right. Like, okay. But Mm -hmm. it's kind of true. Like, when I eat Doritos now, I'm like, oh, my gosh, these are so cheesy. I can't. Like, I only eat, like, a five. Look, I could say I understand that. But after (laughs) not eating chips for, like, three weeks and then having, like, one chip for the first time, like, a few weeks, it was, like, the best thing I ever tasted (laughs) in my life. The flavor exploded in my mouth. I'm like, oh, my God, why did I give this up? Like, I feel like an addict or something, bro. I was like, oh, my God, I'm relapsing. But I'm going to still keep going, though. Like, this is great. And I'm, I'm not going to say they're gross because, like, I, I do, like, some good Doritos. At Man, times, you know. <laughs> hey, it is crazy how much flavor is in something like that. And then when you eat, like, healthy stuff, there is not, not that flavor. It just, it just doesn't exist. Like, no, but... I got on this sugar kick because I heard this statistic the other day. Mm-hmm. It was like only 8% of Americans are metabolically healthy. That means almost everyone in the United States is pre-diabetic. That's not surprising, though. Yeah. I mean, the number one, but that shouldn't the number be the one case. cause of death, like heart disease, I'm yeah. pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Like, we basically die because of our diets. That's That's how you die. Every, most people in my family, the way they've died is mostly because of their diet. So, yes, like my dad has, like, high blood pressure, and he has problems with his heart, and my mom is the same exact way. Some of that is also genetic, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, my I'm, mom has it, too. Yeah, I'm African-American, so that kind of runs within a lot of our families, even, like, high blood pressure. Even if you take care of yourself, hmm, it's like you still, that. yeah, some of that stuff is so, so genetic, like, even if you take care of yourself, you still end up with those problems. And that's so how my like, mom is. Like, she has yeah. to take medication for it. And she eats, like, a lot of vegetables, but, like, still, like, it's genetic. Yeah, it's genetic. Nothing you can do about it, really, for the most part. My family is in a similar situation, same kind of thing. So it is important I take care of myself for that reason, too, so I don't have to take 15 pills a day at a certain point. Like, that would suck so yeah. much. Yeah. And that's why I want to stay away from, like, I don't want to be on all these medications. I want to be able to be older and thrive you know yeah not (laughs) not worry about dying if you don't take your medicine and genetically like both my grandmas fantastic shape like Mm. my grandma is 80 
she we walked 20,000 steps in Ireland and I was having trouble keeping up with her <laughs> my other grandma like runs every day like just they're in insane shape for being older yeah I, I feel that but, but they both eat healthy yeah I was gonna say diet definitely has something to do with that diet is definitely a big part of the exercise thing too for me like I yeah. gotta get it together you know I can't just be out here wilding all the time like <laughs> I do but um the whole second goal I said um I think I was talking about like my like career prospects yeah and I think that's more of a life goal you know because you everyone wants to like find their passion find what they're going to do yeah that's true I think for me personally I'm honed in on it so much just because I don't want to be working like dead end jobs forever. You want to secure a job. Yeah. And I know 2023 is going to be a tough year in that aspect of like working, doing stuff that I I don't necessarily want to do, but I think it'll be necessary for me to find out what I want to do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You have to put yourself out there and learn lessons. And we live in this job market where like people job hop all the time and that's just normal. Yeah, it is. It's very normal. It's not how it used to be where people would stay at a job for like 20 years. Mm-hmm. Like people leave jobs after three years, three, four years, stay out of there. Yeah. So it's very common. But I just want to make sure I find something I really like to do because coming into college, I had no idea, you know, my whole life. I really didn't know what I was all that good at. I was like, basketball, that's what I'm good at. Okay, cool. But then, in, like, in high school, I was always good at, like, presentations or talking in front of people. Mm-hmm. I was always, like, um, we'll be reading a play in class, and I'm in character reading the play and all that. Like, I love, like, presentation and, like, showcasing something, whether it's an idea or just being entertaining in some way. So that's kind of why I even got into communications to begin with, because I wanted to find some way to put that in a di- digestible way for other people i just don't know how to make that into a career necessarily. Yeah, i think the problem with communications is it's so broad it's so broad it's almost too broad yeah like there's public relations and then there's news and then there's like hr like and there's like marketing marketing yes yeah, like, go stuff. on and on there's so much but like it's important because there are certain people with those communication skills Communication is definitely an art. It's definitely a talent. And I, th- I think with your case, you'll just have to try stuff in order to find that job you're looking for. Yeah, definitely. I just need to keep trying and keep looking and keep going out there and seeing what's up and what works and what doesn't work. Yeah. And yeah. you meet people who might help you along the way with within those fields, even if you don't like those fields. And they'll help you find somewhere where you fit in. So I just feel like life sets you up for what you're going to do like everything in my life has got me to the place i am and made me the person i am Mm -hmm. it's all connected and it's so weird i don't know if it's just me or if it's like a universe thing but like since i was a young age i've always loved performing Mm -hmm. i would sing in front of everyone in high school i did show choir and plays and news Mm -hmm. and like i i feel like everything in my life is just shaped where i'm at right now do you feel that way? Somewhat. Because you, you mentioned, like, the presentations in class and, like, loving that. So kind of. Well, yeah, also, I did. I was, like, head of school newspaper for a year in high school. It was pretty much the only year we had a newspaper, too, which kind of sucked. It was in a class called journalism. And within this class, nobody wanted to be, like, the president of a newspaper club. I was like, I'll be the president. Like, I don't care. And for the class, every assignment was just doing like a news article so I was in charge of sports I did all the football games I did all the basketball games especially the ones I played in I did all of that and then also I was in sometimes I was in charge of like going out and taking pictures of like the choir or things like that and I thought it was really cool that I got the opportunity to do that and I got the opportunity to write that stuff out nobody read our newspapers I read them my mom read them but it was still cool and I like the aspect of being a part of that, like, media. So, yeah, that it was, like, that was so random, though. Taking that class was really random. I didn't have to take a history class my t- – I was in 10th grade, so my sophomore year I didn't have to take a history class. I had that open. It was like, oh, why don't you sign up for journalism? I was like, right, I'm going to sign up for it. See, that's, cool. that's what I'm talking about, like, random things. It all comes back together. 
it's insane to me but anyway <laughs> let's keep moving um another thing i would recommend you is to get an internship because my internship i have learned so much not just about like what to do in that job but like what kind of job i want because mm-hmm. like i've always wanted to be a reporter but like i've always had my doubts it's terrible pay hours suck you know like i didn't know if i was gonna like it but getting there and like seeing like the reality of it I was like yep this is it like i know what i want to do and so i really recommend that to you because i think that'll help you i think that's true too just going out there and seeing what's up with it for real uh for me i just worry a lot about doing like doing stuff that i don't care about like i hate doing things i really do not care about that's kind of been my problem with college to some extent taking really useless classes and just feeling drained by talking about things I really do not care about. Like, I care about, like, whatever goes on with the world and the media and, like, politics and all that stuff. Like, I care about that stuff. So talking about the news and stuff, I've never been bored of that. When I've had, like, certain classes in college, I was just like, ugh. Like, when I was a business major, I really didn't like my classes hated my classes the idea of business i was like yo this sucks like i understand it's necessary but this is terrible like nobody talks nobody says anything there's no discussion it's just read this and then apply it like what is that there's no discussion there's no debate and even the things in some of these books that you read for like business classes are subjective anyway so it's like it's still up for debate to some extent there can be better methods or better ways to go about things so yeah, that's always been my worry. I've always been the kind of person, if I didn't want to do something, like, I, I just push, push, and push, and push against it. And some of these jobs is kind of like that, too, for me. Like, looking at what I'll be doing, like, the description of the jobs I've looked at, descriptions of many jobs, I'm like, do I really want to do that? Like, and specifically in, like, corporate environments where it's a lot less movement and there's a lot more just sitting down all the time, I'm like, I really want to be engaged in something like that. That doesn't sound fun. That doesn't sound like something I'm into. I could sit here and talk all day, sure, but sitting at a computer, looking at it all day, doing work, just doesn't sound super appealing to me. It's never sounded appealing to me. It's necessary to some extent for any job. I will say that, but that's not something I want to do eight hours a day. Yeah. No, that sounds so bad. Like, I know that within me because I can't sit still. I can barely sit still now. Do, you, do I really think I'm going to be able to sit still in, like, office environment? Hell no. Like, no. It's not It's just not going to work for me. So I need to find something where going out there and, like, It's also, just, like, a different day every day. Yeah, yeah, Interacting yeah. with the world. Like, I can't just sit and just be like, okay, I got paperwork to do, and I got to email Shirley and this department, and, oh, that <laughs> bothers me. Part of my problem is, too, like, I don't want just, like, one job. I have so many things I want to do in this life. Mm -hmm. So, like, oh, yeah, I'll be a reporter for a while, and then maybe I'll go into politics. Maybe I'll go to law school. Like, it's just life. Like, you don't know. It's going to take you. Cicely, I'll just say, you are not a typical person, though. Most people (laughs) don't think like that. And the reason I know that is because most people kind of go to college with an idea of what they want to do, and they go for it completely and stick to that one thing. I think you're a special example because – you have so many interests that you are willing to pursue and you actively pursue. You don't just say you want that and then don't do anything about it. You pursue these things with your whole heart. So in, in that way, you are definitely different. I will say this. That is a good mindset to have. And to some extent, I need to take that, you know, and use it sometimes, myself. Sometimes know? it sounds indecisive, though. But, like, I just want to do all of this. And, like, they're all things that you can do, like. They're very obtainable. They are. It's so, not It's not like it's not obtainable. You and, could do it. And, of course, these are more of my life goals, you know. Like, I have a whole list on my phone, of course. Life goals. I was actually I was actually showing Bren them yesterday mm. <laughs> or uh, Saturday. Mm. And uh, I feel like they're pretty good goals. And I think everyone should have life goals, you know. Or, yeah. like, a bucket list. I don't necessarily. Okay. I'm not going to say I don't have a bucket list. There are, like a list of things I want to do for sure but I don't have a written down necessarily they're just things that I'll know when I get there you yeah. know 
like things I'm like yeah this is something I need you know yeah for yeah. sure yeah <sighs> but then let's move to your third goal because okay. your third goal was the same as my first goal make new friends meet new people mm-hmm. this is one of my favorite things to do and like with COVID it was really hard to meet new people and like I just love meeting people you click with instantly like it's the best feeling in the world my problem is I don't really meet a lot of people like that that I really you're not meeting enough people you're right I'm not (laughs) but like there isn't a lot of opportunity for me to meet more people if you know what I mean. You have to make the opportunities. Where, no excuses. Man, where? Where am I supposed to go to meet more people? It would be different if our campus was bigger. This is where I spend most of my time now okay. at this point. Okay, time out. Just thinking of, like, people you know. How many okay. people do you consider friends? Do I consider friends? Yeah. Uh, not a lot. Okay, give me a number. Uh, t- like 10. 10. Maybe. 10, that's a good number. Maybe. Okay. Out of those 10 friends... How many friends do you think they have? Five to ten, maybe. Okay, so ten times ten. How many people is that? hundred. A hundred. Mm-hmm. So there's a hundred people that you could meet and you could click with. You see what I'm saying? So with, when you're with that friend, you're like, hey, like, do you have any like cool friends you want to invite to go hang out at blah, blah, blah? You're like, yeah, dude, there's this one dude. You guys will get along great. Then you have a new friend. Mutual friends are so important. For example, Black Friday, um, we went to Chicago on a very impromptu little visit. Mm-hmm. A fantastic time, by the way. But um, my br- my boyfriend's brother and his girlfriend were in town, and then their friend from Arizona was also in town. Mm-hmm. So we all planned to go to a bar together or like a club. Mm-hmm. And their friend brought his cousins. So I knew the friend already because we went to high school together, and I'm I know him very well. And his brother is actually best friends with my brother, which is really funny. Mm. And he he actually listened to our podcast, so he might be listening to this. But then he brought his cousins, and his cousins were so cool. Like, his girl cousin was so cool. And we had, like, the fa- uh, the same favorite music artist, which I'm not going to name. But <laughs> <laughs> if you know, you know. <laughs> but um, we were, like, jamming in the back of the Uber to, like, his music and it's just like such a unique experience like meeting those people is such a fun unique experience it is see okay my problem is i've had many experiences where people bring along like mutual friends or mutual people and those people freaking suck well don't even talk to them just forget them (laughs) i mean you're right also maybe giving my friends a lot of friends a little much. I don't think my friends have that many friends either. But, like, you have a lot of friends. You have so many. If I ever wanted to meet somebody for real, hey, Cicely, yeah, I need a new person to meet. Who who you got for me, you know? Send somebody my way. That's, that's all I have to do. I, I'm Sometimes it's bad, though, because I have so many different friends of, like, different groups, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. And I just try to, like, bring them all together and, like, act like it's fine. Like, they don't even know each other. And I'm like, oh, get along. Yeah, people don't do that. (laughs) No. And, like, so I try to bring my college friends with my high school friends with my, like, childhood friend. Mm -hmm. But, you know, like, you have to be engaged with all of them and then, like, make it less awkward. And then it turns out good. But that's because you're the person that makes it all work if they're all your – if they have in common that you're their friend. Yeah. It's kind of what makes it work. But still, like, they're all so different. But they all get along. I will say, like, you are very different from the friends I have from high school. Mm-hmm. You are extremely different from the people I've associated with from there. But I don't know if you would get along with my friends, I actually. Bet I would. Nah, I bet. But I'm still, I'm sure I could find something in common. And I think that's what a Probably. lot of people base a friendship off of, is, like, things they have in common. Yeah, that's true. I just think that it w- it wouldn't always work. Like, I have to want people. And it doesn't. You know. Like, of course, there's always those weird situations where they're negative they're positive like yeah, yeah exactly you, you can't help that like that's something that we just don't understand like i said in the friendship episode yeah sometimes you just don't click like you exactly. always say you just don't yeah. click i don't know how i meet more people but hey i'm okay, gonna find well, a let's, way let's talk about it how to meet new people mm-hmm. networking is huge in college okay. everyone always yells at but they never tell you how to yeah i don't know <laughs> i definitely don't know what <laughs> exactly. that means for real. but um there's all these conferences there's um 
I don't know what they're called, but like when businesses like have their opening and like people go, I guess like a ribbon cutting. Like a opening party. Yeah, like for thing. businesses, like open parties, open yeah, those kind of like stuff opening events huge. and ceremonies. This is more of like a personal level, mm-hmm. but like or not personal. This is more of like a professional level. Mm-hmm. But like for personal level, go to a bar, meet some people, go to a club. Me and my friend went to Neon Cactus about a month ago and. We made three friends from Milwaukee. Oh, you went to Neon Cactus? I oh, did. Man. That was so much fun. It was so much fun. I haven't been there yet, but my friend, she frequents that that place. It's, so it's yes. awesome. It's awesome. Heard it's pretty cool. Yeah, Yes, dope. I recommend. Okay. Maybe that can be another New Year's resolution. Yeah, yeah I got to go. Got to <laughs> go. Hey, Nayeli, if you're listening, we're going to go one day, okay? I'll meet you guys there. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... Yeah, I mean, yeah, you could go to all these places, theoretically, right? Bars and clubs, if they're not on a college campus, are some of the worst places to meet people. That's true, too. They're, the, like, the quality of people you can meet at a bar, it can go from 1 to 10, legitimately, the range. At school, I've met some pretty cool people, though, I'll yeah, say. Yeah, but and, it, like, stuff like that, like school, camps. I don't know. I'm kind of blanking right now, but, you know, stuff like that. Volunteering. I've met some really cool people while volunteering. I actually did want to get into volunteering because I haven't volunteered for real since high school and I, when it was required and I was part of the National Honor Society. So I definitely want to get back into that. You do meet good people volunteering though for sure because the average regular person will not volunteer. Like I know that. I barely volunteer. I know that. So you're definitely right about that. I will give you that. Yeah, like camps. Go to a camp. Yeah, that I, could be a thing. I, some of my best friends are from camps and vacations. Like, it's wild. I still talk to them, like, regularly. I think you're just a lot more social than I am. I am right? a, I am I a social butterfly. I love social activities. It's just my problem is introducing myself to people. Like, I'm good at the middle part and the end part of a conversation. Okay. But the beginning, I suck no, at the, the beginning. Be- the beginning, everyone sucks at it. It's, like, the like, most awkward thing to do is to introduce yourself. Yes, like, it is. I was listening to something the other day, and they were talking about this, like, it's so awkward introducing yourself and saying things about you. Like, you know, how, like, first day of school, oh, tell us about yourself. Like, three fun facts. Actually, so re- I really enjoy, like, the beginning parts of relationships, though, because they feel so exciting yeah. and new. Mm-hmm. And you get to know all these intimate things about somebody that you never, like, seen or heard from before. But then getting to that stage can be really hard because there's an awkward phase before that where – like I'm, you're not sure if the person really wants to talk to you at all, or if they're interested to talk to you. You so. just gotta do it though. Like, just introduce yourself. Like, start a conversation, and if it works, it works, and if it doesn't, you tried. I will say this: as a guy, talking to other guys is hard sometimes because guys, I could see that, are way less interested in having conversations like that. Really, usually talking to guys, it's you have something in common as far as like sports or an activity. It's not so much like. I could just go up and talk to them and be like, talk about your career. Like, that doesn't happen often, mm-hmm. if I'm being honest. Usually, talking to girls, it's like they want to talk about themselves and their careers and what they enjoy and what they're passionate about. I much more enjoy those kind of conversations, but having male friends, that isn't something that comes up often. So, there yeah. is a difference with that. I-, I could see that. Yeah, definitely. Do you have any other goals that you forgot about? Uh... This sounds gonna sound really surface level. Get a girlfriend, Jesus! I'm tired <laughs> of not having one. Okay, I haven't had a. I mean, I had a girlfriend last year, this year actually, but I was like beginning of the year, you know, like. Mm-hmm. So, are you gonna get like on dating apps? Put yourself out there, or try dating apps. They suck. They're terrible. They're the worst. Like Sicily, no, never be I, single. I, I used never. a dating app at one time. They suck. They do suck. They suck a lot. But what's your plan? Like, what's your game plan? My game plan? Uh, yeah. I really don't have one at the moment. But if I want to find some success, I probably just got to meet people through mutual friends. Okay. That's the only way. You kinda well, we talked about people. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So if you listen to this and you're single and, you know. My biggest tip for that, you? though, like, you always find, like, the perfect girl when you stop looking. Like, I when I met Ben, I was like, oh, I want to be single for the rest of my life. Like. I don't want to date. Sicily, and then I met Ben. Um, he's perfect. No offense. That is a very woman thing to say. Okay. But like, it's so true. Dude, as a as it's a so guy, true. if I stop looking, I will never find anybody <laughs> ever. 
<laughs> it's going to come at a weird time, and then you're going to come back to me and be like, oh, you know what, Cicely? You're right. It's going to come at a weird time it when is. I was trying with no, somebody. No, no, yes. No, no. Yes. No. I've never had something just fall into my lap like that. It, it has will. never happened. It will, and you'll be like, oh, Cicely was right. If it happens, you're just going to get a random text like, if that happens, you're going to buy me Starbucks for like a month. All right. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not going to happen. <laughs> but yeah, yeah I got to yeah. got to get out the uh got to get out the fog, man, you know. I've had some situationships or some situations, but no success really, you know. I'm trying to You got to be patient. See what's up out here. Yeah, yeah, but sometimes people can suck, dude. Yeah. Like I've put myself out there a few times with a few girls, and God, the the struggle was real out here, man. Like, you wouldn't understand. And you know what? We'll probably do an episode on like modern dating soon, so we'll really get into that. Jeez, well, Sicily. <laughs> Maybe you'll have, hopefully you'll have a girlfriend by then, so you can probably give us some not, but we'll see. Well, what I happens. hope you do, so I get some free Starbucks. But nah, okay, <laughs> not giving you free Starbucks. Actually, girls don't don't talk to me. I don't want to <laughs> buy her Starbucks. No. All right. Well, happy new year. Um, set some good goals. Let's make 2023 the best year yet. Yes, sir. Let's make it as good as we can. 